Welcome to Core Nourishment. I'm Annie Wagner, your host. This podcast is designed to empower, inspire, ignite presence, purpose, and intention in your day. Welcome back. Thank you again so much for tuning in, sharing, listening, subscribing. If you haven't already done so, if you wouldn't mind going to iTunes and offering a rating and a review, I would greatly appreciate it. And if you know of anyone, or perhaps you yourself are interested um, in being a guest on my podcast, please reach out. I would love to hear from you. My website is actually currently under construction. I am in the process of creating a new one, which feels very exciting. However, you can still find me on Facebook and on Instagram at Core Nourishment. So today, which also happens to be the super snow moon, the largest, brightest moon of the year, I had the opportunity to interview my dear friend Shelly Grande for episode 23. And that timing, the fact that it fell on this super snow moon, feels perfectly uh, timed with the divine universe. Um, Shelly is such a bright light in this community and beyond. She is a self-love queen, a Reiki master, a renowned yoga teacher in the Seacoast area. She also, I like to call her, is a magic mala creator, which she talks about in the episode, and just overall a beautiful community connector. Shelly is up to so much. She just launched her new website. She is now offering Reiki trainings on top of private sessions and teaching all over <laughs> the Seacoast and beyond. Um, she shares her story of kind of battling through her own anxiety and darker days with depression that led her to find a sense of peace and home on her mat. She is sharing so many of her gifts with everyone. She talks about travel and we talk about playfulness and manifestation. Such a beautiful episode. Tune in. You will walk away with some incredible nuggets of wisdom from Shelly and enjoy. sitting here across from one of my soul sisters and dear friends she is I like to think of you as a self-love queen in this area you are such an incredible powerful energy healer Um, you are like one of the most inspiring yoga teachers I know and there is so much more that's going to come out in this podcast so I'm going to let the rest of it roll out um but Shelly Grande, which we just discussed, is due to her big hair and big name. Um, and I'm going to add magical presence. Um, you are sitting here with me, and I'm so grateful and excited. Oh, I'm so grateful, too, and already almost starting to cry. I can see it in your eyes. I'm like, don't you dare. I'm going to start crying, too. It's so sweet. Yeah, it's an honor to be here. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Shell. And it was so perfect that I started my day doing a little yin yoga. And Annie and I, at the end of this month, are doing our yin yoga teacher training together. So it's exciting. Oh, so excited. Yeah. It's going to be incredible. It's definitely looking forward to that. Yeah. And we've taught together so much. So it's going to be fun to see how that fuels more teaching in the future in such a different way. I know. I was thinking the same thing. Just more creative collaboration and mm-hmm. what will arise out of that experience together. 
Oh, so excited. So I'm, yeah, I'm thrilled. Um, the other um, incredible thing about today, Shelly, and I, I was thinking about this this morning, <laughs> is it's like the super snow moon, the brightest, largest moon of the year. I know, and I love it. I literally was like, oh, of course, thank you, universe. I mean, we were actually going to record last week, and it didn't work out due to illness, and it was the perfect divine timing. Like, I know, it's so perfect. Recording together today, because you are one of the brightest spirits and souls in this area, Aww. so it's so perfect. Thanks, love. Matches your last name. <laughs> <laughs> Grande Moon. Yes. I love it. So, Shell, um, where to begin? I I think that as I was prepping for this interview today, I was thinking about who you are and who I've gotten to know um, in, since we've been friends in the last, I don't know, however many years now. Um, but I want to know more. I'd love to just start with your childhood and for you to share where you're from and and what led you through your journey to yoga eventually mm. and I know there's a lot in between so yeah. I wanted to start there so I grew up until I was 11 I was in Methuen Massachusetts and then I moved to Hampton New Hampshire after that and my childhood was there was divorce and a little it's a little bit rocky, and I went from, like, live with my mom to live with my dad. And actually, the first time I was introduced to yoga was when I moved from living with my mom to live with my dad. My mom got me these yoga VHS tapes. Oh, no way. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's incredible. <laughs> Which is incredible. And so I remember the first thing I remember and what stays with me is this woman who's teaching the yoga classes. It's this beautiful scenery. She's, like, on a cliff overlooking the ocean. And she always says, like, if you couldn't get to the advanced posture, she'd be like, don't worry, it's okay. So for years and years, like, in my brain, like, in the back of my mind, there would be this woman saying, don't worry, it's okay. And it was so sweet. Oh, that's awesome. so wonderful that it came from my mom. My mom was, like, the first person that opened my eyes to this magical universe that is yoga. But it wasn't until many years later when I was living in Australia that I actually found home on my mat, I always mm. say. Um, yeah, I was going to ask, like, in those moments, <laughs> watching these VH- VHS tapes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so cool. Um, such a brilliant image. Um, did you, were, were there any, like, little aha moments or, or experiences where you were, like, getting more curious about it? Or was I know it more that there like, was a curiosity um, in the back of my mind, but I think yeah. I was too young yeah. and distracted yep. and angry mm. and focusing on all of that to yeah. really benefit from it. It honestly took me like moving far away across the world to really just let that go and find myself. And it was definitely on my mat from there on that I have found home and have connected like completely present and authentic and grateful Mm. and move through many of those lower vibrational energies that Mm. like in hard emotions that we all have as humans but yeah yeah, so grateful for my math through (laughs) yeah absolutely continuous practice Mm -hmm. so australia that is incredible Mm -hmm. i i didn't i don't think i even realized that part of you so how yeah How long were you out there for? So I studied abroad there in college. And then after college, I moved out to Oregon to be with my boyfriend at the time. And actually a very magical moment where I was becoming more and more spiritual. Definitely when I moved out west, 
Um, but one of the most memorable, magical moments that I had was at, I was sitting in Lithia Park and one of my favorite benches by this pond and sort of just tuning in and I was writing a lot at that time, lots of journaling, I still do, but definitely I remember this part of my life a lot. Um, And I remember just really tuning in and recognizing how much I had missed Australia and just, I was like, I really want to go back to Australia. And at this point I was nannying, I nannied my way through college, so moving across country was so easy for me to continue doing that. And literally after I had like, pronounced that and stated that like I want to go back to Australia I got this phone call from because I was a part-time nanny at the time and the mom was putting my name out there and just spreading the word that I could use more work and this woman called me and was like hi I got your information told me about herself how she lived part-time in Oregon part-time in Australia and all this stuff, and this was literally, like, right after I had just been meditating, tuning in, writing, and, like, proclaiming, like, I want to go back to Australia, and this woman calls me, and I just remember being, like, okay, I absolutely believe in the universe, and the power of manifestation, and that just sort of took me on this beautiful path of just knowing that you just need to tune in and ask yourself what you really want, and state it and when you believe it you receive it it's phenomenal so that is what brought me back to Australia was as a travel nanny which is a really cool way to travel and explore and experience and children are the greatest teachers there are as you know as a mom so so I learned so much and got to live barefoot in the jungle and the rainforest for a year (laughs) picture you there yeah so good oh my goodness I definitely and were you with the same so you stayed with that same family yes and actually that was also my introduction to Reiki Mm. was so this family the mom was a Reiki master and when I moved to Australia with the family one of the things was the agreement was I will live there with you but not a live-in nanny I wanted to make sure to have boundaries and create space to meet people and have my own life Mm -hmm. so I ended up I didn't live with them and my neighbor she was so the mom was a Reiki master so I was already already intrigued about it and learning from her and then my neighbor was this older man Clive who's this amazing artist he did all these like totem carvings and paintings and I'm really phenomenal but he was also a Reiki master and he was who I got the first session from like when he put his hands on me and I felt like their heat and oh just this goodness. yeah I, I just became more and more fascinated by it um and that you felt that right away yeah I was yeah. like I need to learn yeah. more and it just kept following me when I after Australia I lived in Colorado and the family I worked for their mom was a Reiki master so it was just oh something that like kept following me around, and so I was like, okay. When I moved back in, uh, I think it was 2011, I began my studies in Reiki, mm. and have just been loving it ever since. And just sharing, holding, and sharing that space for people is just such an honor, really. Yeah, and you are so gifted. I had the just for listeners out there pleasure of having a session with Shelley last week, and was blown away just by I mean just the energy I could feel in your hands and and I just love being able to observe that in the body like while receiving you know your hands could be 
actually up on my head but I like feel it pulsating all the way out through the feet and then and then I remember saying to you like oh I didn't realize you left that part like I still felt your heat there Mm -hmm. so So I love that about Reiki yes yeah and what's so cool now Charlotte too and we'll jump to this more later but not only are you offering Reiki as a healing practice um, for people, but you're now doing trainings. Yes. That's I so love cool it. and huge. <laughs> so big. So good. So big. So yeah, we'll come back to that because I'm definitely curious to ask you more about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so you travel, which is something I was thinking about with you. Like part of what I love and admire is your, you really prioritize that in your life from what I observe. Mm-hmm. And um, so you've mentioned Australia and that West. What is like if you could today go any like what's the first place that pops in your mind? Uh, oh, one of your favorite places you've you've traveled to or lived in? Have it oh that I've been. Uh, ooh, I definitely Australia will have a huge place in my heart forever. Yeah. Um, and New Zealand was mm-hmm. also really phenomenal, and I didn't spend as much time there, so I'd love to return there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that little village in the rainforest is definitely mm. one of my favorite spots on earth. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I feel like you can like smell it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. just oh, it's just so colorful and like walking down the jungle path and picking passion fruits and mangoes. Oh, and it's goodness. just dreamy. Yeah. And I used to there was these beautiful, very vibrant red seeds that you could collect and I used to make jewelry with them and oh really yeah oh, I feel like that's where um the jewelry making began for me was I also know. Was in like, Australia and then yeah. you make malas yes yeah. oh I love making malas yeah um I think it was first inspired very much by my wanders through the jungle and just nature all like the natural exactly beauty yeah. that you saw and played with yeah hands on so yeah to get your hands on yeah Okay, so go back because I could see that little spark in your eye when I was asking the travel question. If you could go yes. anywhere you haven't been, <laughs> what, what was um, I think my next thing? adventure is Bali. Really? Mm-hmm. Is that already like? Have you put it out there? I think you know yeah, yeah. For my birthday, it seems to be like the past couple years. Mm. It just falls in May that I end up traveling. Yeah. Um. So I've put aside two and a half to three weeks that I oh, will most likely gift for yourself. there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it's so inspiring for me and it fills me up and fuels me so much that I then come home with so much to share mm. with the community. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a win-win for everyone whenever yeah. I travel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. And it's just, it's that way to get back to that childlike space of curiosity mm-hmm. when you've never been somewhere before and everything is new and you just want to like taste the flavors and see the scenes mm. and the sights and experience the culture that's Ugh. something I definitely like need more of crave. yeah and crave yeah I'm often every like couple months going to New York to have like a more cultural experience mm-hmm. or yeah that's something an intention of this year is more culture mm. and one of my favorite places actually is Durbar Square because yes. I go there and yes. like get to be in the Nepalese culture and experience that um which I so I. appreciate because that's where I yeah, studied abroad, I abroad there. There. yeah so I and love John's so great they're and, wonderful there yeah, they're incredible Amazing. AJ and I are having um our first cultivate and connect event there on Sunday actually at 9 30 oh um, wow 
So and anyone listening, be, yeah, if hello, you want to come see us, is it this Sunday? Because it might. Depending on, oh, when, depending right. on when we are able to um, launch, make, that's yeah, right. launch our yeah. episode, it'll either be this coming up Sunday or just past, but stay there will tuned be more. because you and AJ yeah. collaborate a lot, which is fantastic. AJ yeah, is another, really just for anyone listening, another incredible teacher in this area. Definitely. Traveler and teacher, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that show. Travel with yeah. <laughs> Have you ever felt scared? Because you know, like traveling, it takes a lot of courage and bravery. And from what it sounds like, just by I can like feel your energy, just in how you're talking mm-hmm. about it, it just lights you up. And like I can feel this. It does. Pull. What were were you ever like initially scared to travel or like move across the world when you went to Australia? It honestly, my eyes were opened up the first time I drove across country. Mm. So I will forever be grateful to my college boyfriend, Ryan, who we met when he had already made the decision to go do his bachelor's in Oregon. He was just doing his associates at UNH. And we met sophomore year in March. So it was like the end of his time at UNH. And fell in love and all that, of course. But at the end of summer... We drove across country together, and just seeing the difference in places and just the beauty of the landscape and the different people. All the subcultures and just our country, you know. Just our country, right? Mm -hmm. That just opened my eyes to such, and opened me to just be so curious. Like, I need to see what's going on in the rest of the world. Yeah. So, I was blessed to be able to, we did multiple trips across country, um, throughout college, like the rest of college and then I moved out west and it was, it was just like this fuel inside mm. of me like I need to see the world so it's I need expansiveness I mean yeah, weekend exactly yeah. so yeah. going back to Australia and I feel like traveling and exploring opened my mind and heart and eyes to so much more of life than mm. if I would have just stayed here mm. I would have been such a different person yeah so so much I can feel, so much gratitude that you have for for so that part, those parts of your life. Definitely, yeah, yeah. And it, I'm also so grateful to finally have come out of those nomadic <laughs> years and grow some roots somewhere. Yeah. Like I love yeah. our community, and I love being grounded and mm. rooted here, and still maintaining that that wanderlust way once yeah. a year. Like, like I still have, embracing that part of you. Yeah, I have. I dedicate, you. like, once a year to go international somewhere. Yeah. Like, last year was Portugal and Morocco. Before that was Spain. Before that, I taught yoga in Belize. So there's always, like, something exciting and inspiring that occurs. But I'm also so fueled by our community and what happens here. Yeah, so. and you are such a community connector, Shell. Like, I think about um, just how much you've helped connect me with, with a lot of our community as well. Mm. Like, you've been such a powerful connector and influencer, and it's so cool. I love just seeing who you're collaborating with and all, all the various offerings you're putting out there. It's amazing. So much, so many gifts. There's so much going on. I'm so grateful that my website has one space. I know, it's the same. <laughs> celebrate your website is, is launched. It's out there. Yes, yes. And it's just my name. It's ShellyGrande.com. And you can go on. And when you go under the special events, you can see all the different ones at all the different locations. So it's like a home. I'm talking about roots and groundedness. <laughs> yeah. There's like a yes. home for you, Shelly, and where people can go to one place and see 
all the different places you're teaching and Definitely. all the different offerings and workshops and it's yeah. so exciting because it's all over the and your reiki and, and your land healing it's mm-hmm. incredible yes so good it's really good and i love so, i said this to you last week but uh when when all of you check out Shelly's website I'm strongly encouraging you to it is so bright and beautiful and I love the homepage of you being <laughs> in, a, in a wheel and I'm like that's so perfect upside down, <laughs> upside down. <laughs> it's amazing well I go upside down to feel right side I up. was about to say and I'm not yeah I'm not in a headstand or anything which most of the time you could find me in one but it's it just felt right when Mark my dear friend and web designer showed he's like how about this I was like yes it's so good <laughs> so good I love I'm it upside down and so yeah it's beautiful it creates such like energy and shape for your homepage and play it. and play like, like totally you know what I just play. thought of do you remember the the winter oh my gosh I want to say 2016 when we had got that huge snowstorm and yeah. We went for a walk. Oh, we're doing hands hands. We're doing hands hands yes. in the snow. And yes. I love that. So I just thought of that. I love that too. It's so so fun. Such play. Yeah, it's so important to remember that, right? So, yeah. It's such a... I. This often comes up in my conversations with people and in my own life. And my kids, you mentioned kids, are such a reminder of that. And it's so important, especially, I mean, no matter what age we are, to be playing. And, yeah. Um, you really... Yeah, you inspire and ignite people to play more, Shell. That's really cool. Thank you. So speaking of play, I want to just loop back to your travels. um, Because you did mention you taught in in Belize. Mm -hmm. Um, You did your yoga teacher training when you finally were like, okay, I want to become a teacher. Um, Yeah. You you chose to travel elsewhere and do more of a destination. I of did. A, that sounds like destination <laughs> wedding. Like destination training. Destination like, <laughs> but you like immerse yourself with that, which mm-hmm. I love. Um, so do you want to expand on that? Yeah. So I am forever grateful to my teacher, Kimberly Dahlman, and practice with her for how many years? It was quite a few years before I felt like, okay, like, I need to be holding space for people like this. Mm. Well, I aspire to be able to, like she does someday. Mm. <laughs> She's amazing. Um, Do you want to just, because you mentioned her, like, what studio she... Yogi's. Yes, perfect. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> just <laughs> in case. You can find me there many mornings. Not this morning, because it's a moon day. <laughs> but, yeah, going through a primary or second series practice with her hands-on assistance is really Mm. magical my favorite way to start the day um but yeah so she was my inspiration and she hosts people and one time there was a um intensive workshop that was day like a weekend experience with eddie monastini and nikki doan who came from maui and I remember at the end of it, I was, like, so blissed out and so inspired that I just, like, (laughs) hugged them and I told Eddie, like, I'll see you in Maui. (laughs) Because I've always wanted to go to Hawaii and go experience Maui, and that was my way. (laughs) It's, like, these teachers who have trained with Batabi Joyce and Iyengar, like, really the roots Mm. of the yoga experience, right? Got to study with them, like, that's who I wanted to study and train under. So and you knew that right away. You're like, this is. I was this like, these are my people, <laughs> and it's in Maui, <laughs> and it's in Maui. Yes. <laughs> so I got to go spend a month in Maui and dive deep into 
self-study which is amazing like I recommend doing a yoga training even if you don't want to be a yoga teacher because you just learn so much about yourself as you know yeah yeah so that's such a personal journey such a powerful powerful journey for sure did you know when you were going through it shell that you wanted to teach or were you taking it day by day okay yeah no I yes that because getting on my mat and going to different classes honestly made me a better person and I helped me through so much loss and trauma and difficulty and anxiety and depression like all these things that like probably now when you look at me you're like really Mm. (laughs) you you were like a depressed and anxious person Mm. but yeah there was definitely a time in my life that I struggled through a lot of just emotional I honestly just wasn't really ever held in a space where I could fully express my emotions so I think I bottled them Mm -hmm. up so much Mm. that it was just I didn't know what to do with them yeah so that's where like that that feeling of like anxiety comes or like this deep dark depression like Mm. just like uncertainty and Totally. So getting on my mat and like a piece of your story, Shelley. Absolutely. Led you to Yes, definitely self study and self care and yoga and Yeah, and these things, like all these things. Like it's the yoga, it's the Reiki and it's like the chanting of mantras with the help of like the meditation tool of Amala that all of these tools that have helped me be the person that I am today that I share with everybody else because Mm they've just changed my worlds completely and just lift, lifted me up so much. So that's why I share them. That's incredible. So when you when you started to dive into these different, I guess this different exploration and curiosity for yourself, knowing that, okay, this this is helping me feel a little bit better or more, mm. more at ease or at least just like love myself in this raw moment, you know, like when you were starting Definitely. to kind of go through that process, um, did you feel support around you yeah I mean I'm forever grateful for my sisterhood (laughs) having you and Kara and Carly especially Mm. (laughs) just (laughs) as mirrors and as support Mm. and and more too like AJ we've already mentioned Mm -hmm. and Akadi like I have really really wonderful soul sisters in my life that help like stand in front of me as a mirror and also as somebody that like lifts me up and helps me see my value and yeah Mm. I'm really grateful it actually was very hard because my family didn't understand what I was doing I remember when I was going to I was like determined to go do my training in Maui my parents were just like disappointed in me like Mm. why aren't you just like going to get a normal nine-to-five job and like sit behind the desk and do your work yeah so gratefully now like my like my dad is so supportive and has come a long way (laughs) (laughs) from the time when I like came back from Australia and was like standing there still barefoot in front of him like so do you think you'll use your business degree now and just like laughed (laughs) right right um but yeah, no, he's come such a long way and is such a huge support and tells me all the time, like, you'll never work a day in your life if you continue to do, like, keep doing what you love mm. and you'll never and, work a day And in your for life. him to have been able to witness you on this journey, you know, just thinking about the energy and, and your embodiment and, and the light 
that you give off so powerfully now. Like I, I don't know. It makes me smile just to imagine your dad across from me. I'm like, <laughs> of course I'm going to like, like su- get behind you and like support you fully because look at you. Like you're, yeah, so alive and thriving. And, yeah. And I totally get like as a parent, you know, the, the natural fear, or, like, the, the questioning or just definitely. Yeah. Our yeah. own self can come up. <laughs> yeah. But so grateful for all of it. Like for mm. sure. Yeah. But no, I'm, I am, I have great, support systems which is awesome very very happy and grateful for so lucky yeah yeah Yeah. and it's incredible and I think along that line Shell it makes me think like because you mentioned like you went through some pretty intense depression and anxiety and trauma and and I guess everyone you know we I think of like a pendulum or a spectrum and everyone has you know we all have our experiences and Mm. adversity that we navigate through and um I know for me sometimes it's like, whew, been there, done that. It's like, I'm, I've let that go. That pattern is gone. You know, I'm not going to feel that way ever again. Yeah, right. Yeah, so, right. so you know, you mentioned like how we can be such powerful mirrors for one another, like you and me, actually you, us, as well as like just our community and our mm. support of, of dear friends and family or colleagues. And um, just the reminder of like, yeah, we're going to still hit those, the rougher spots. And totally. It's the power of sharing of the vulnerability and being able to lift each other up. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel more and more grateful. The more I start to work in and around people like in Satya and like yes. become more a part of that. Yes. Like that is just, that fills me up so much. Like starting to teach for yes. yoga and cancer and like having, being able to hold space for, got the for people yeah. that really, truly need it. Like we all need it, but really holding space for people that can benefit so much bringing these tools to people who might not otherwise get to experience it yeah so yeah so satya just so listeners out there in case you don't know shelly is referring to the seacoast area yoga teachers in action which is an incredibly powerful and um important nonprofit program in this area the seacoast area and actually expanding beyond which is amazing but it brings Brings yoga, makes it accessible for vulnerable and ther- um, yeah, vulnerable populations, um, which is amazing. Brings all those therapeutic benefits of yoga, mindfulness, meditation to. So there's yoga and cancer, like you mentioned, and then there's yoga for addiction recovery and trauma, um, yoga for disabilities, and yeah, there's a lot of different programs. Many, yeah. Yeah. So, so it's incredible. Amazing. Um, so shall. You, you've listened to my podcast a bunch and you know me as well. So one of my <laughs> favorite questions to ask people is like, just coming to you personally, like, what do you do for play? I mean, you mentioned a lot of different things already, but what do you do that nourishes your core, nourishes your soul? Um, any like daily practices, rituals, mm. do you want to share and expand upon what lights you up? On a, even more getting out, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, a lot. getting out getting out in nature mm. for me and something I love to do is go to the beach and right in the sand I feel like the sand I is like my that. favorite canvas because yes. it's just this beautiful big large clean slate and I just love lead, leaving words of wisdom on it whether mm. it's like a quote that comes in from Rumi or Khalil Gibran or someone else or it's something that just comes into my mind's eye and I like to share mm. so that's really fun and playful for me to just be drawing or writing in the sand yes 
Yeah, and anything out in nature, too, whether it's at the beach or in the woods Mm. is where I feel so connected to great spirit, the universe, whatever you like to call, just the the bigger, wider whole. Yes. Yeah. Mm. That's incredible. I agree. That's where I feel, like, most present to you. Yeah. Which is amazing, just that aliveness. Curiosity (laughs) opens us back up. Definitely. So what about, so here we are, appearing outside. It's a gorgeous, bright day, by the way. Perfect for this bright moon, too. Mm. Um, but snow is on the ground. It's pretty chilly out there. So do you get out in the winter as well? Yes. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> Bundle up. And I know you do handstands out there. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I live right near a path that goes into the woods on, along the water. Mm. So it's really, really nice to get out there. Or even just... Like this morning, I grabbed breakfast with someone for his birthday, and we walked like through downtown, which felt really great. Mm. Like just being outside, yeah, under the sunshine, is so key. Or the moonlight, whenever it is, mm. so nourishing. Yeah, it's me up for sure. Awesome. And then you you're so creative. Like you're such a creative being, and you mentioned your malas. I'd love for you yeah, to briefly. share more about the, the birth of the your magical malas that Mantras you make. and malas, yeah. I think the birth actually was in collaboration with Carly. I think Carly Nahal and I were just, we were talking about it once and we were just suddenly came to this realization that we should start, we should make them ourselves. So mm. we one day made them together and then just loved the experience of it. It's so meditative and we both love mantra and chanting so much. She is my initial inspiration mm. into mantra. I'm forever grateful to her for that. Yes. Um, both of you, your voices. <laughs> oh, it's just so, it's just such an amazing tool to share. And that's one of my favorite things about making malas for people is I always attach a mantra to them that connects with whatever their intention is right now. And it's just such a resonant, deep, deep way to move from any fear or doubt to this higher vibrational positivity and knowing and believing Mm. in yourself and your potential and... Yeah, I love mantras so much. So Carla and I like had, we're playing mantras and making balas and I'm like mantras and balas. <laughs> I love it and the alliteration. I know, of, of course. course. Yeah, <laughs> we love alliteration. Um, Ma- I, I'm like magical mantra and mantra maker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's so great. I love it. On my website, there's a form you can fill out and it asks the important questions like, "What's going on for you right now? What are current intentions?" What colors are you attracted to? Um, and that and just with like that, with that so information, I yeah. can right make a mantra, uh, make a mala, and connect it to a mantra that's unique for you, and always infused with Reiki healing energy. And yeah, it lights me up every single time. I've never made the same one twice, so it's so yeah. cool that they're all unique and custom to the person. Oh, what a what an incredible sacred gift too. I know it's yeah. so great when somebody reaches out for a gift for someone else. Mm. It's awesome. Yeah. It's been really, really beautiful to be a part of that. Just in case people don't know, Shell, I know they can look it up, but um, what what's the origin of the mala? Like, what? how do you define if someone's like, well, well what is a mala? Well, mm-hmm. I always say it's a meditation tool. Yes. So it's wonderful to use 
when you're meditating, it gives you a tangible item to either count and keep track of your breath or to connect with the mantra that you repeat over and over again as you move from bead to bead. And that like really brings you to this deeper space mm. of meditation. So helpful. Do you often use malas when you meditate? I do. Yeah. yeah, it helps. It keeps me grounded. Yeah. And I need that focus. Mm. It helps so much to have that focus. That's so great. When I think of meditation, I think of either using a mala or like a guided meditation, like a yoga nidra, mm. that helps you get to that like deep layer. Yes. Um, between both of those, probably my two favorite ways to meditate. Just added like balance and groundedness. Yeah. Um, almost some structure. Yeah. <laughs> which can feel supported. That foundation, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, <laughs> being an energy healer, I'm so often like up here in the ethers. <laughs> in the clouds, yes. <laughs> yeah. Which is a wonderful place to be. But yes. sometimes I need like that, like to hold my mala in my hand. Yeah. Keep, like, keep me grounded on the earth. And, feel that. Yeah. And in my body and really like focusing on the mantra and that like higher vibrational space that it's helping me get to. Mm. Yeah, I strongly encourage anyone to to yeah check out Shelly's web, website and and perhaps consider ordering a mantra if meditation is something you're diving deeper into. Mm-hmm. Um, I have I'm just sharing for everyone out there like the um, I feel so grateful to have one of your bracelets and I mm-hmm. definitely use it and it's such a it is such a valuable tool. So so it's cool. also it's such a, just even just wearing it it's such mm-hmm. a good reminder of your intention that yeah. in that mantra right yes it's just, totally. Just yeah, like, that's why I'm always wearing them and just it helps bring me to that space mm, of that. remembrance yeah. of that. Yeah. Can you give an example of specific? So let's say, I'm trying to think, just an example of like what someone might be looking for um, or an intention and then why you choose a certain stone or bead. Like, do you want to give an example of like um, a bead that you use for like a specific reason? Ooh, let me think. Just to help educate. Um, I'm trying to think of a recent one I just got. If anybody's ever going through like a hard time and trying to work on like their worthiness or like their love for themselves, which I get a lot that mm. have to do with that, like just self love. Yes. Self love services. Where yes. that's where we're at. Baby. Yes. That's <laughs> what it's about. <laughs> um. So. A stone that I love for that is rose quartz. Mm. So yes, using using that, I use that quite a bit, which is a really, really beautiful one. That's great. And then sandalwood is something that you and Carly have used a lot of yeah, as well, which, which helps is to balance also, the, yeah, I love the smell. It's the grounding. Scent. It smells beautiful. It's also really like stress relieving and nourishing. It's really like such a mm. really sweet wood. Yeah. Like, and scent and, and just the energy of it is really peaceful and nurturing. That's so great. Yeah. Awesome. So, Shell, what what's coming up for you? You have some good work. You have some really beautiful workshops coming up. Is there anything you want to share in the now about one, maybe even just about one of them that you're really excited about? I'm definitely, I'm really excited about my Reiki trainings, my Reiki certifications. I know. Yeah. So you just this past weekend led your first training no it's coming up in march oh why do i keep saying you that keep thinking i know shelly's looking at me like <laughs> no Annie, it's in march no it's great i think so there's it's the, like the reiki announced. one yeah the reiki one is march 9th and the reiki two is march 30th and i'll definitely do more after that 
I already like see it happening and feel so excited mm, about it. Maybe that's it. why I, like, I, I already like envisioned it all in <laughs> my so excited for you. done like, visualizations oh. and such. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm really fueled up and excited about that. That's huge. So cool. Um, another thing that lights me up every single month is, and for the past like five plus years, has been Healing Circle mm. that we host now at Child Farm. And I think it's. We just shifted the date of it, but I think it's the fourth Sunday of every month that we're doing. Um, and it's just 100% of donations go to whatever nonprofit or whatever we're raising money for that month. That's um, incredible. So, and there's always, there's meditation, there's some mantra, and then there's hands-on healing from mm. various practitioners. Um, and so that always lights me up and is it the same group every time or just it it depends on who's available who shows up and it care breeze carly isn't right now because Mm -hmm. she just had a baby day um angie canzaro um and there's we have like a couple on call healers if you will so there's always at least like four of us that go around so everyone gets like good timing time mm, that's incredible it's open to anyone yeah it's yeah. open to anyone so that's really great I'm trying to think what else anything that i do at the cell caves yeah cell caves oh, love them amazing. it's such a heart-based business based on healing for their daughter so everything that happens in there you can mm. just feel that love um and i teach yoga nidras there and monthly mantra so once a month we just chant in the cave mm like an hour and a half it's so high vibrational oh my gosh um, I, I can really imagine yeah the energy in there yeah every every I mean I'm just so so grateful for all the amazing offerings and another big intention of mine this year was connectivity more so I love holding space and like teaching these yoga classes but I think the connection is so key like before or after so Another really great offering in collaboration with Katie Johnson is at Lazy Bird Cafe. Oh, yeah. Where we teach a yoga class, and then we craft something. So, so far, we've done vision boarding, and we've done uh, mala bracelets. The next one, we're making sage bundles. Oh, I love it. Which is so fun. So, so it's great wonderful. because everybody, we have, like, delicious Lauren of Lazy Bird makes the best, like, scones and muffins, and they're great coffee or tea. Um, everybody connects and, like talks and creates together so that's a big thing that I've been really into and want to cultivate more of is just like that connecting and community yeah it's such a such a great point you bring up shall I know we've talked about this but um but just to kind of share out loud here it's like just how often is it that you know understandably people are so busy it's just the day that we live in right now in the nature of our culture but how some people would literally be like rushing into a yoga class and like okay and breathe here I am and then like rushing back out to like you know get to wherever they need to and I don't blame them I've definitely been there Um, totally and how powerful to create and cultivate more space and really kind of bring people's attention to that Um, yeah and they can they extend their time, even if it's for 10 minutes before, or like 20 minutes after, you know, yeah. to just stay in that energy and connect with others. And yeah, it feels so really beautiful. good to have that community component. Because, I mean, and I teach at so many yoga studios, and I love each and every one of them. 
And also, I think there can be more connection Mm -hmm. than just that. Yes. I think yoga itself can be such an internal practice. Mm -hmm. So to, yes, have that internal time and that receptivity for self, and then also open up to then connect and share about your experience and... Yeah, so that's something that I feel really fueled and inspired by right now to keep doing. I love it. And cultivating more space for that and sharing that more and more somehow. Mm, So beautiful and so necessary. Yeah, Yeah. I love it. It's great. Yeah, so amazing. This is so great. I know. (laughs) Michelle. Um, you've already mentioned people can find you on your now your website. Yeah, it's so. the easiest way to see my regular teaching schedule, my special events, um, to book Reiki sessions. Um, yeah, awesome. And yeah, just to stay tuned because I I just have this vision of you, and we we love that word expand, but you are like truly stepping into your light and your purpose and um it's gonna be so cool to see what else you create and put out there thank you yeah it's such an honor